morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Genesee Valley Church's online podcast. GVC is a non-denominational church in Flint, Michigan, and our mission is simple. To love God, love people, and love life. I know that you will be blessed by the message and the words that God has for you today. Now, here's Pastor Tony. You know that rain's made out of water, right? So the more that it rains, the more that it saturates this area, it heals this region. So praise God, you're in the right place at the right time. Well, hey, we've been doing a series called Family Matters. And so this is the last of our series or the last message of the series. And so I couldn't think of any better person than to save the best for last and the best minister to come up and and just wrap it up. Uh, up in a nice package and so it's my privilege to be able to introduce my counterpart my best friend my wife my 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 everything next to Jesus girl come on give her give her a big hand (laughs) (laughs) praise God (laughs) hey you know um when I was started to get ready Uh, for the message today. We'll pray here in just a minute. (laughs) Um, There were two scriptures that God's given us for this year. And when I was doing my message and getting it all ready, then this morning, it was like God was like giving me those two scriptures and was like, give those to everybody. And I'm like, all right, well, that's a good way to start. But now I know why. Because of how, what he was doing already in the service. And so now I have two scriptures that God's saying to you, right? God, God speaks to you through the word. And so you, if you've been around here any length of time, you're very familiar with hearing these scriptures. But today, it's going to say something new to you. Because the word never gets old. doesn't matter what you're going through. Even if you're not going through anything or you think, well, I'm not really not going through anything. I'm doing pretty good. You can still use this. <laughs> so praise God. So these two scriptures is, the first one is in Isaiah 43. Verse 16. I'm going to do verse 16 through 21. It says, this is what God says. The God who builds a road right through the ocean, who carves a path through pounding waves. You ever feel like the world's caving in on you? Huge waves. The God who summons horses and chariots and armies, they lie down and they can't get up. That's the God that you serve. The God of everything. Forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert. Be present. Lost my place. I'm about to do something brand new. Praise God. Can you use something that's brand new? Something that you've never seen God do before. He's saying he's going to do it. That is good news. And he just said he makes a way where there is no way. I'm going to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? So I have to see it. There it is. I am making a road through the desert, rivers in the badlands. So you take that home and you don't forget it. If you need to, to remember it, you get a hold of me, okay? If you're like, where was that scripture? You get a hold of me. I'm giving you permission. <laughs> I will help you. Then the other one's over in Isaiah 60. I'm going to start at verse 4, but verse 7 is the main one. It says, they will rebuild the ancient ruins. They will raise up 
and restore the former desolations, and they will renew the ruined cities. Have you been around Flint long enough to hear all the bad about it yet? You don't have to be here very long. <clears throat> the Bible just said, you're here for a purpose, to change that. They will renew the ruined cities, the desolations, the deserted settlements of many generations. So it doesn't matter how long it's been going on, you're here in town now. And God's doing a new thing. And then verse 7, instead of your former shame, you will have a double portion. I'm going to say a double portion of what? Anything you want. Double portion of increase in your family, in your grandchildren, in your children, in your job, in your house. Maybe you want a new house. Maybe you want a fishing boat. That's been a talk of our house lately. <laughs> I need a boat. I'm like, no, I need a vehicle. <laughs> and he says, just yesterday we were on a ride. I'm, I'm taking a little trail because it made me laugh. <laughs> Just yesterday, he was trying to talk me into it, took, took me by, took me by to show me it. I'm like, well, I don't want payments. Oh, no, 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 no. He's got all worked out, all worked out. <laughs> it's like, this is wild. <laughs> I won't do that when I want my new purse. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and my new car, no. <clears throat> anyway, instead of your former shape, I'm going to give you a double portion and instead of humiliation, your people will shout for joy over their portion. Woo, that's some good news. Just this morning, you were shouting. There was a grand opportunity time to start dancing, shouting, give God praise over your portion. Because he said it's here now. Double. That's the day that we live in. Not for everybody. But God told us. And so we've already seen it this year. Just this morning, I was thanking God for this building. Because you can get used to coming to a building like, well, yeah, it, yeah. You forget about what God did. And he's still doing. We need money still, what, to get our payment down? That's nothing for God. I'm not worried about it. I am not worried. Praise God. And so I was just thanking God this morning for this building. And then I rem he brought that scripture to my remembrance. I was like, oh, and that he's not done. God's not done. He did one thing. Our pastors, Pastor Mark Hankin said, it'll be like God, uh, you'll see double, and then there'll be another double. And then when you see that double, there'll be another double. And then when you see that one, there'll come another double. And you might say, well, of what? Whatever you need, whatever you want. It's your portion. But the Bible said that you're going to be happy about it and you're going to be shouting about it. So we're just shouting before we see it because there's still some things that we need to see. And so we've been talking about, um, and at the end of that scripture, it says everlasting joy will be theirs. Yours. Everlasting joy. That's a joy from God. The world brings you joy just for a moment. And then the next moment you get irritated at the person because they said something the wrong way. The joy has gone. That's the world joy. It's like up, down, like a roller coaster, like way up high, and then it goes real low, and then sometimes it's in the middle. That's not God's joy. God's joy is constant, always. Joy, everlasting joy, because it starts in here, and it spreads. And so, praise God, this is just 
the beginning of what God's doing. We've been making room for God, making room for God. And you might say, something's different today because you've been making room for him. (laughs) Finally, we're all coming together. And that's what we've been talking about. Making room, making room, keep making room, pushing through. We kept pushing through. And I said that that it's like the devil's been attacking and just people, all kinds of things going on in the church. And this morning it was like something's lifted off. You say, what is it? I don't know. But something in my spirit, it's just like something's gone that was there. And that's good. Praise God. And that's because we're making room for him to show up. So what, what happens? He shows up because we're inviting him. We're saying, God, it's you or nothing. And so I'm just so, I'm proud. <laughs> I'm proud of all of us pushing through it because I've talked to different ones and you had to keep pushing. Some are still pushing. God never fails. He always shows up. Always. You may say, well, it's late. It's not because it's always right on time. This building is proof of that. You being here is proof of that. And so God didn't stop now. And if God's led you to this church, this is his word to you. You may have come here really beaten down, going through some hardships, God's not moved. And so a lot of times it's hard for us not to be moved. But if we keep sticking with God and keep getting in his word, we'll see it his way. And he'll see us through to the other side. To the other side where you want to be. Praise God. We got to get going here. (laughs) Praise God. But I just wanted to encourage everybody. Like we can't stop. We got to keep going. Because God's got more for us. God's got so much. And you know what I'm finding out? We can only see in our little worlds. And our little worlds seem really big a lot of times. But in the scope of it all, it's really tiny. I want everything that God has for us. I want us to go up and over. I want to see you multiplying this year. Because then that means this church is multiplying. When, we're, when God's increasing us, That means this church increases. And so God's about to do it. He's just started. And so we're going to keep with him. And by the end of the year, every year we say, we're going to look different. We're going to look different. And we look different. And then it kind of dwindles down again. And it's like, "Mm, again? (laughs) Can't we just stay right there? (laughs) Well, it's because you got a devil. And so you may feel like you're kind of like in the church. And it's kind of like this. Oh, no, we're coming to the days where it's up here, and we stay. We stay. We stay. And so it's through the eyes of faith. And so we're doing it. Praise God. Praise God. So we better pray now that we have just a few minutes. (laughs) Praise God. God, we thank you for your faithfulness. I thank you for your word to us, and we are seeing it. Lord, I thank you for double I thank you for the brand new things that you're doing in this church and in our lives. And I thank you, God, for visiting us this morning. I thank you for your presence and that we will abide with you evermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so I'm here to talk about family and kids. (laughs) Yay! I'm excited because we got all of our kids here today with us. And actually what I saw at the, we're doing a lot of, um, different things today, but what I saw is us, the kids are going back tomorrow. I think some, 
Um, Ariana and Isaiah started a week ago, I think, in Davison. But I just thought it would be awesome if we brought our kids up at the end, just for a couple minutes. Pastor and I will just pray over all of them um, as they go into school. And I believe that as we pray over them and you agree with us, it's the anointing to be a witness. That's what's in my heart. The anointing to be a bold witness for God. And this year, to be a light where there is no light. And so we're just going to pray um, in protection over them. So all about family. And we're talking about the new. And now as I thought about like our family, and you know, uh, it's not January, but it's September. So it's kind of like it's a new school year, like a new year. And I thought about, you know, like having a vision for your family. Do you have a vision for your family? Maybe you want a new vision. Maybe you want to see something new in your family this year. That goes right with the word that God's given us. But you don't find a great marriage. You don't find, just find it, a great family, but you build one. And that's where it's kind of tough. Because some days are good and some days are not so good. But we have to build a marriage and build our family and be intentional with our decisions of changing our family, changing our kids, and changing our lives. And you can't leave God out of that, right? God's got to be right in the center of it. And so you make your life has been a product of your decisions so far. You think about it. All the decisions you've made, who you've married, which is a big decision, something to count the cost on. <laughs> Who you marry. You've made decisions about how many kids you'll have. You made a decision to accept Jesus. That was the best decision of your life. But you look at, you made the decision of schooling. You made a decision of where you're going to work, what you're going to do with your life. But you, you can see that through all the decisions, some are good, some are bad, but it's landed you here, this day, this time and moment in time. And so you can look at your decisions and say, that's why I'm here in life, or that's why I'm in this place in life. <laughs> but we can always make a different decision to make changes in our lives, even with our family. It's how we end that matters most. Because a lot of people start something, everybody starts something. <laughs> But sometimes we don't always finish, right? It was a great start, but it matters how we end. And so we want to finish this life, finish our family strong. I've been thinking a lot about that with my kids because my kids are starting to get up there now. They're not so little, teeny, tiny. Sometimes you wish they were still teeny, tiny. <laughs> and now I'm getting to where it's like, well, it's nice holding your baby, but now you can have her back. <laughs> I don't have to take the baby home. <laughs> so it is kind of nice not having bottles and diapers anymore. I think maybe I'm getting a little older. <laughs> when you're younger, like, oh, this is so fun. <laughs> you do. People always said that you get to a place where you're like, nah, no more. And I, I have arrived probably a few years ago, but <laughs> no, I just don't know babies. <laughs> but now you start looking at your kids and thinking, all right, I've only got my daughter is about to be 13 in October. I only have a few short years with her. And she's going to be gone. She's going to be making decisions, good or bad. But it's my job to invest in her. 
Not my job, not my money, not this or that, not my thing and my plan, but I have to invest in her and the other two to help them, train them to make a right decision. And the best decision is to follow Jesus. We'll go over to, uh, over in Proverbs chapter 22. I know I'm messing up your flow back there. We'll go, I'll do Proverbs 18 verse 1, so I don't mess them up too much. <laughs> it says, death and life are in the tongue, and you will get the consequences of your words. <sighs> you ever get mad? Things come out your mouth? You ever say things to your kids because you're irritated and like, leave me alone, shut up. I said, shut up. <laughs> Can you just go away? <laughs> I have said that to my, my son. Can you just go away? And I'm like, that, is, that sounds terrible. <laughs> like, like when I go to pastor and he says, will you just go away? No. <laughs> no. You know, like, leave me alone. <laughs> it's in those moments that we don't always talk nice. I hear you. <laughs> But it says we're going to get the consequences of our words. We are a product of our words we've been saying thus far. <clears throat> Over in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6, it says, Train up a child in the way that he should go. He or she should go. Teaching them to seek God's wisdom and his will for their abilities and talents. I love how it says that. When you read a scripture, just in the New King James, you don't get all of it. I love to look at different translations. So if you don't do that, you've got to start. This says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And then the Bible is going to tell you how to do that. Teaching them to seek God, his wisdom, and his will for their abilities and their talents that God gave them already. God wants them to use talents for him, not just for the world. Even when he's old, he'll not depart from it. If we're diligent to do those things. So our words are important to our children. They produce life or they produce death in their lives and how they think about themselves, how they view the world. It produces those thoughts. And so it's, it's big to God. You know, when you look at um, statistics, that there is over, I think it's over 16,000 words of discouragement that kids hear by the time they get to high school. That might not seem that much to you. It's probably even more now, because that was a few years ago. Over 16,000 statistics say or show that children hear words of discouragement. And I hear, I have a teacher right here like, yep. <laughs> by the time, that means by the time they get to ninth grade, you don't have to wait till they're a senior. They've heard discouragement, heard discouragement, heard discouragement. So, you know, parents, life is not easy. God didn't tell us it was going to be easy. But you know, we are responsible. God holds us responsible. How, we're, how do you act in your home? You know, a lot of times when we get home, we just let it all hang up. <laughs> I mean, 
because it don't matter, right? In these walls. But you've got kids growing up that are hearing, that are watching. And then it, it's so funny because, it's not funny, but, um, you know, we've been pastoring for a little while now. <clears throat> and parents will say, I just don't know why they act that way. I really hate that statement. Because <laughs> I really, that statement really gets me grinding like, really? <laughs> I really want to come back and I'm like, wow. <laughs> I but, you know, we probably have all said it, like, I don't know why they're acting that way. Or when the kids get grown and they're in college or, you know, they're now getting married. And, and they'll look and say, that's not how I wanted it to be. And it's really a, a hard thing, isn't it? Because life isn't easy. And parenting isn't a, a good, uh, isn't a easy job. Not by far. Oh, no. Because you have to every day be in the game. Can't take a day off. No, it'd be nice. Even when I want a day off, it's like, oh, go away. <laughs> My son's like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, you don't even care. <laughs> I'm like, nope, not going away. <laughs> uh, but even on those off days, because you're going to have off days. We have to be diligent to be in the game. And especially with our words. To a husband, to a wife, to our uh, moms and dads, to our in-laws, to our friends. It's important. Our mentors, Pastor Mark, has said, you know what? Walking in love is a big deal. But he will call out parents. He'll say, parents especially you. Make sure you heed love. And so when he says that, I'm always like, and so if you talk to him, it's important to him because your kids are learning your love walk, how you function. And so then when they get big, they function. They act what they've seen, good or bad. And I'm not saying we have to be perfect, but I'm saying we do have to, Take a look and pay attention. Pay attention to how, what's coming out of our mouths. You're not going to get it perfect all the time. I don't think everybody's perfect all the time. But there is a, uh, a road that you can walk and that your kids can see that you love God. That you love people because you love God. And you can love life. You can only love life if you love God first. Do you hear me? You will not love life if you don't love God first. So the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and all these other things. They'll be added. They will just show up at your door. So why is it so hard for us to seek God? Because you have a devil that's always trying to steal from your family. Uh, the Bible says over in Mark chapter 4. It says, these are the ones along the road where the word is sown. So they're just living life, going about their business, coming to church, hearing the word. It's where the word is sown. But when they hear it, just on the onset, when you hear it, Satan, the devil, immediately, he doesn't waste no time. 
immediately. You think, well, can you just not show up today? Oh, no. He's there. He comes and takes away the word which is sown in your heart. Over in 3 John chapter 2, it says, Beloved, I pray that in every way you may prosper and be in good health physically as your soul prospers spiritually. <clears throat> so the word is what's going to help us every day. I can't come up here and talk about family and give you all the natural things, but you hear the natural things all day on TV. Just watch Dr. Phil, anybody out there. You can hear good wisdom on family and what you need to do. But nobody's talking about the God way. Well, some of them do. They just don't know it's the God way. <laughs> but if I, if I don't give you and tell you, well, you know, it's, it's the word that's going to make a change in your family. It's the word that's going to get you on the right path. It's the word that's going to help you fulfill God's destiny for your family. Then I might as well not even been here today because it is the word of God. And so I'm going to give you just some four uh, keys here. I feel like I'm all over the place because I don't see the time anymore. Am I good on time? <laughs> Jordan's like... And so, we said by the time that the children get in high school, our words are very important. And so, when we look at the Word of God, God's Word reveals to us His plan, right? We can see ourselves in the Word. And we're finding out who we are in Christ, what He's given unto us, the wholeness that is available, the blood that was shed that removes all sin, so his revealed word is in this book. Any, anything I can pick up and take for myself. And then there's that personal will. Everybody is different in their gifts and talents that God's given them. This even works for your kids. This is for like the whole family. I believe families have a call. Not just each individual person, which each individual person has gifts and talents on the inside of them. He, uh, pastor has things in him that are awesome, that God's put in him, but mine are different. But they, they go together. Our kids, I can already see in my kids, before my kids were born, I prayed and I was like, God, you can show me what's in my kids. What have you put in them? And he did. And so we'd be at a meeting, he'd be like, same anointing as this minister, same gift as that one. That's what this one's in. And so I can know that as a parent, but their giftings in a family can work together. Do you believe that? They can work together. And even though kids get grown and they fulfill and they do um, what God's called them to do, it's still a family unit under God even though they're not living with me. <clears throat> it all works together. And so, what is the link between God's, re this is his word, but then I have the destiny God's put before me. And so, the number one, you have to have a passion. What are your passions? Because whatever your passion is, is what God's put in you. But you can also have a passion for God that only comes from being in this Bible. 
two, <clears throat> each person will have giftings. Each person. You'll have an individual gift and talent, talents that God's put in you. And it's not just one, usually. Number three, you'll go through experiences that are good and bad. Experiences help us to fulfill God's plan for our life. And that is my personal will. God's plan. Individual. And the fourth one is the personality. We all have different personalities, right? <laughs> I'm going to leave it right there. Everybody has different personalities. Some don't give their personality to the Holy Spirit, and they need to. <laughs> I want to say it that way. <laughs> so they can be happy and joyful to be around. And not like, hmm. I'll say it to pastors sometimes, like, man, you just look like you're mad. I'm like, why? What's going on with you? He's like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm like, well, smile. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I didn't hear that, but I saw you thumbs up. So I'm going to act like I didn't hear it. <laughs> oh, this, where it's all about having fun, right? That's right. Just smile. <laughs> but you know, the Holy Spirit gets involved at that point. The Holy Spirit gets involved with everything God's put in the inside of you and produces opportunities to grow and fulfill God's plan. Because we each have a plan that God's given your kids have a plan, a destiny that God has put in them. God has a plan mapped out. Your children are God's gifts to you, but you have a responsibility to help them get on that path. And so if you never bring your kid to church, that doesn't help them get on the path. If you don't lead your kid to the Bible, it doesn't help them to know the path. If you don't ever pray with your kids, it doesn't help them. And I, hey, I'm not here to bring guilt and condemnation. Oh, no, don't let the devil get in there with that because we can always make a change. You may say, well, my kid's really old. That's okay. It's better to start now than wait till they're like 30 <laughs> and then long gone. Just start. Just do something. But it's our job to train them. Praise the Lord. And so there's a guy in the Bible named Joseph. And everybody knows the story of Joseph. It was a pretty hard life. He was out in the field doing really good, living life. And then what happened? That thing that God put on the inside of him started coming out. He had a dream. And then he told his dream. And his family didn't like it. His brothers hated him because he was favored of God. But all that was, when I look at that, those scriptures, it's like, oh, God, that which you would put on, on the inside was just coming out. It'll just come out of those kids. If we just give a little time, you'll see it. You won't have to question, well, what's my kid good at? What's God put on the inside of him or her? If this works for grandkids too. But look where Joseph ended up. He had to go through a lot of junk. A lot. A lot worse than I think I've been through. But look how God raised him up at the end. And so like I said, 
It doesn't always matter how we start, because everybody can start something, at least for a couple days. It really takes 30 days, right? <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> but it, it matters where you end. So we want to finish strong as families. And so um, I'm just real quick. All the kids can come up here. If you're a kid, not a big kid, but, but even if uh, college kids can come, you're still a kid in school trying to do your thing. Hudson, you can come. You're <laughs> I'm going to call you out. I am. <laughs> now your mom's like, well, you got to go up now. <laughs> big, little, small, any of them. So we're just going to go by you. If you've never had this done before, all we're doing, um, everybody in the congregation can stand up because you're important in this. You're going to stretch out your hands. You're going to believe for these kids this year at school. This is a big day. It's the day before school. <clears throat> and so a pastor's just going to go by, touch you on the head. He might have something to say to you that God wants to say to you. And you might feel something on you that's just the presence of God. So... Everybody, all of, all of you, close your eyes. Just start thinking of, of God and Jesus and heaven and how good God is, that he loves you so much. He's got a plan for your life. Praise God. So I can sense the anointing coming right now. Just God, to love on you guys. That's how good God is. Praise the Lord. And so pastors, it's going to go by. <clears throat> I'll, I'll say a prayer, but then we're just going to go by and pray for you, okay? So, Father, we thank you for these kids. We thank you that they're going to get an anointing today, a power from on high to be a witness for you this year. We thank you that they're strong in you this year, that they're highly favored with God and with man this year, that this, this year is the best year yet, that they're going to get superb grades, that you're going to help them with all their subjects, Holy Spirit, you're going to reveal yourself to them this year and that they're going to know God in a mighty way. And Lord, we plead the blood over all of these kids. We plead the blood over Hunter as he goes to college. Lord, I thank you. Nothing's going to happen at these schools. Nope. Because we take authority over the devil. And we command you to cease and desist. And we thank you, Lord, for the blood that covers every door, every window, every opening into this the schools where these kids go, and we thank you, God, that they are supernaturally protected. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and take a look at all of our social media sites, which can be found at our website, gvchurch.tv. We know that today's message has been a blessing to you. Thanks for listening. We are Genesee Valley Church. Loving God, loving people, and loving life.